What's up, Royal Agenda listeners? Check this out. <clears throat> so, I've been talking to people, you know, for about a year now. And we've been discussing ways to set yourself up for success. We're talking about as far as kid competition, your breeding loft, or whatever. We come to Birmingham Rollers. One way to set yourself up for success, especially in kid competition, is to get a lot of birds up. It's not about how many birds you breed. It's about how many birds you actually get up and kidding and flying. So, the more birds you can get up into the air and kidding, not 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 saying that they have to be in 20 bird kits, just kidding. 30 bird kit, 40 bird kit. More birds you can get up flying and kidding, the better off you'll be, especially if you have quality pigeons. If you don't have high percentages, it really works in your favor because now you get more of them up so you get to pick, get a chance to pick. The, some of the best ones to move to the stock loft or move to your main kit or main kits. But you got to get these birds up and kidding as quick as possible, as soon as possible. <clears throat> what this does is gives you a plethora of birds to choose from when they start rolling. One thing I know is they, they, if you don't fly them, they're not going to develop. They're not going to roll. They're not going to kid. They're not going to do nothing that can help you out, help you make your decisions when it comes to selecting. So you got to get back there and get these birds up. Now, I, I explained some of my methods last year. I'm not going to do that this year. Um, there's no need to because they can always go back and look at those videos. So I don't have to do that again. But I'm talking about it now more. So figure out ways to get them up use one kit i don't use my main kit to train other kits i don't do that my main kit is my main kit that's that so the first kit i get up for that year will train the next kit and then that kit will train the next kit and so forth and so on you don't have to do it that way that's just like a cheat code it helps get the birds kitten and keep the keep the birds around until they start getting really good on their own. Um, and that's what I do. I tried, and last year I didn't do as many birds. I mean, you know, I bred several birds, but I only trained three kits. I trained a 30 bird kit, a 25 bird kit, and a 22 bird kit. Sad to say, a lot of them birds not here right now, but this year I already have three young kits already in the kit box training right now. Right, so this is like my a compilation of my first and second round. So it's three kits back there. So I got one kit flying already. I got another roofing, and then I just start putting them on the board. Right. So what I'm, what I'm planning on doing is getting all three suckers up as quick as possible. But I'm gonna breed two more rounds anyway, even though I don't have no more kit boxes. I'm gonna breed two more rounds anyway. That's gonna be because of losses, uh, whatever it may be. I know all them birds not gonna be here. Well, I don't plan on them being here. Now, if something happened to them, I got a replacement. I'm gonna try to get them all up. I'm gonna stuff them kit boxes. I got kit boxes that hold. They have 32 perches each. I'm gonna put 35 birds each. I got another kit box that holds 45 perches, but the way it was built. Um, I don't think it can hold 45 birds comfortably. So it might be like 30, 30 birds, maybe 35 in that one too. 
and all the birds that give me problems. I'm, I'm, I think I'll make one more box. It's not going to be a kick box per se. But it's going to be a box for all them birds that give me problems. They will be together. And those birds will fly all year long unless they prove that can be good for something else. But as far as I'm concerned, they can fly all year long. So that's my plan. And that's what you guys should get a lot of birds up and in the air. A lot of guys breed a lot of pigeons. They, how, how do you breed 200 pigeons, have six kit boxes, and only have one kit? I mean, and you got all these birds that sitting in kit boxes. So those haven't been out yet. Well, you got all these birds that haven't even been out yet? I'm like, whoa. So I'm just trying to tell you guys, let's get these birds out, man. Let's get them out. Get them out and up. That's what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? got the birds here let's get them circles of work get them out you ain't gotta they ain't gotta be 20 bird kits just gotta get them out and flying and kitten that's it you'll you'll you'll, you'll be better off get them up get them up don't hold them in so long see my birds start their training as soon as they hit the kit box as soon as they hit the kit box they, they train the starts ain't no put them in the kit box you let let feed sitting there and they eat all they want for two or three weeks i don't i don't do all that sweep the kit box after the parents feed them for that day, that and laughing eat it evening, they go in the kid box. So I know they're not gonna eat that day. They probably won't even eat, eat the next day. But I will give them the opportunity to eat that next day. So what I do is I take my thumb on the floor and I lost. So you should pack them around. That's what I do about 20, between 23 and 25 days. 30 days they out no matter what. That's the that's that's the pre-prep. And I supposed to go in the kid box. The last day they eat and I feed the birds and the parents feed them what they eat, if they're eating, whatever it is, I'll throw them in the kid box. And their training starts right then. So that day they won't eat. The next day they probably won't eat either. So I will give them the opportunity. I'll put the tray in there, sprinkle a little food in there, see if they go down. If they come down to eat it. If they don't eat it after so many minutes, I will remove the tray. I will, I will remove the tray. Saying I will remove it and go from there. The tray will, will be removed. <clears throat> and the next time I put the tray back in there, sprinkle a little more food. One bird drop down, two birds drop down. And even sometimes I get a younger bird, a young bird that's already been eating and put it in there with them. <clears throat> so it can show them the ropes. But I try, I gotta get them eating. But the third day, most of the birds, when I whistle comes to that, that training, they down on the tray. And I don't I feed them until they start jumping on the purchase. When they start jumping on the purchase, I take the feed feed out and tray out. I don't leave it in there to everybody. I don't let everybody eat. The reason why I do that because some birds take their time coming down to the tray. They got to learn. They got to get down there and eat when I'm put that tray in there. And I make that whistle. They got to learn that early. But as they get older, a, little, a little couple of days older, I will let them eat till they, until the first two or three birds jump on the perch and I will stop. Then once they all start eating with the same speed and everything like that then you start measuring their food out how much you how much you want to give them right all i'm doing all this to get them up i'm trying to get as many birds up as possible this year let's get them up um the more birds you have up the better off you be I mean, you be pre prepared for losses and stuff like that because you're going to have some losses i ain't gonna say it's gonna be a lot but you're gonna have some losses so why not prepare yourself for those losses and that's what I'm trying to teach, tell everybody. Do I have birds sitting in the kit, kit box that you're not flying? 
or you don't plan on flying. You just, just got them sitting there for whatever reason. So that's the thing. Preparing yourself for success. The more birds, rollers you can get up and fly, flew in, the better chance you have of being successful. Not saying all the rollers are gonna be great rollers or good rollers, but you still still have rollers to choose from. You have rollers, you have, you have birds. A lot of people don't have enough birds. They don't have enough rollers. Then you set yourself up so you show that you do have them. That's that's what this whole episode is about. Preparing yourself for success. That's how you prepare yourself. That way you can see which pairs don't work, which pairs work. Which ones need this, need a little more of this, need frequency, you might need speed, you might need depth. Um, I'm saying you might need all of the above. You know what I'm saying? You might need a little heat, you know. A little heat. A little heat is pretty cool to keep around. I keep making I keep a little heat around, just a little bit. Um you know, if, if birds fly too high, or some birds don't want to go up. What to feed them? What feed they act they act better on? Um which, which birds act respond better together? Which ones take away from the kid? You got you fly your birds. The more birds you get, you can see all that stuff. But you got to get the birds up. You can see how, how truly how, how truly a pair is, how truly good a pair is if you get the birds up off the off the pair. Get enough of them up. You might breed have a pair get one baby up and it's not good. And you might but but the other ten could have been superstars that you would never know because you never got them up. We just gonna get these birds up, man. We're gonna get them up. We're gonna fly these birds this year. Um, we know the hawks and falcons gonna be here. So that's another reason why you need to get more of them up because hawks and falcons. Because I don't wanna lose them. But if they ain't doing no good sitting in the cage, whether you lose them or not, unless you try and breed them and you can't breed all of them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can see it's one or two here and there. I don't wanna lose them. I, I just, just something about this bird, whatever it may be. <clears throat> your gut tell you, it's telling you. You see it. It won't hurt to put that one, that one bird to us to the side. Make sure you have it. See what, see what, see what it can produce. Because just because you get them, they good spinners don't mean they're gonna be good producers. I always remember that. It's not that. It's not that simple. But it's easier that way, flying them, seeing them, than just picking all of them from the ground. You know what I'm saying? So that's just a little note I want to send to you guys, man get these birds up man you know as many birds up as possible stop worrying about trying to have all these 20 bird kits make you well i will say if you're making kid box if you're making a kid box make your kid box of her 30 30 birds that don't mean you gotta put 30 in there just you want to be able to hold 30 make you a couple of them so if you get two kid boxes to hold 30 birds each that's three kids that's 60 birds in two kid boxes cut your t- cut back on your time and everything. Instead of going 20, 20, 20, or 30 and 30. I'm just saying. Set yourself up for, for success, not for failure. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to breed 100 pair. I don't think, technically, I don't think we need to breed over 24 pair, technically, unless you're just trying some other stuff like I do. But you don't need tw- over 24 pair. 24 pairs way more than enough if, you, if they're healthy and they're breeding correctly. 24 pair give you two rounds, four rounds, that's 48 birds each. That's 96 pigeons. Two rounds. So 
what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I mean, your, your year should be done. That's almost 100 birds. You should be done for the year. Two rounds. 24 birds. So, that's all I want to tell you guys. Try to set yourself up for success with your numbers. It's not about bread. It's about up and flying and kitten. That's the number. Flying and kitten. Flying and kitten. Those, those are the numbers you got to increase. Flying kitten numbers, not bread. People breed 200 pigeons a year, but they ain't flying 200 a year. 200 pigeons, but you're only flying 40 or 50 a year. And so I know people sell birds. I've sold birds. Like last year, I sold a lot of young birds. And I got some people hitting me up right now. Want to buy some more? I said, no, 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 no. We're not doing that this year. We're trying to get these kits up. We're trying to get several kits up. <clears throat> I'm saying my goal is to, is to end the year with four kit boxes with birds in them. But two of those kit boxes got to be birds that can be competitive. I need two kit boxes of competitive birds. That's what I need. And last, you know, few years I've been doing some stuff, trying to fly them real hard, trying to see this, trying to see how good this is. But I'm <clears throat> flying, overflying the main team. I, mean, I did a lot of stuff last year. I should have did. Like they, my, my main kid ain't flying today. They ain't flying tomorrow. They'll see, they'll see the air Wednesday. So I, I'm not sure how the youngsters going to turn off because I ain't flying them today but I will fly them the rest, of the rest of the week they will be flying more I'll be flying youngsters more than anything so I got two kits of youngsters out on one is flying one is on the roof and the third one is just I just started letting them come out on the board but I just added I just added a, a couple of birds to them so I ain't going to push them just yet I got another week before I start pushing them I could some of them but I just added some so I can't push them all until they all can go on the roof you know what I'm saying I need all of them to be able to go up there <clears throat> so with that being said I'm not going to extend this out too much longer so you know what we're going to do we're going to select, we're going to breed, we're going to fly we're going to select again, we're going to repeat that process alright, keep another roll agenda out, peace